Hey, what's going on, people? It is me. I am Leroy Ketchum. And if you're listening to this, which you listen to on purpose, you didn't just stumble on this fucking episode. You're listening to one of the best podcasts to come out of Alabama. And Alabama ain't a place where positive things and great things come out of right now because this state is backwards. But fuck it. It's where we live and it's not where I claim to be. But this is the Nerd Plate podcast. The only well, it should be your only source for black nude, black nude, black nude culture. We're not nude here. Um, very close. Weird. Um, black nerd news. This is, uh, it's not really black news, but we're black and we're nerds. So we give you the news and that's why it's black nerd news. Um, I digress. Um, we are back again. Well, not really back. We're not really. We, it's more me. Uh, as you can see, there's nobody else in here with me in the studio. It's very lonely. It's very quiet, though. It's very calm, very collected. Uh, Rockman is uh, out there doing his real, doing his own regular thing. Probably getting up for work right now. Um, thank you for rock. Shout out to Rockman and thanks for doing that Tuesday episode. Very informative. Um, talked a lot of shit about. Um, been talking a lot of shit about Assassin's Creed for years, and now it's kind of weird to hear him say, "Oh my God, Assassin's Creed's doing good." Um, he did a lot of Ubisoft stuff, uh, taught me a couple of things, I didn't know, um, I didn't know one of those, uh, Ghost Recon games was the way it was, but it was very informative, thank you sir, you gotta get that goddamn smoke detector fixed, but it's alright, as long as we are here providing news to you people, to the people, not you people, cause that's racist as fuck, and we don't need racism from a black podcast at this day and age. Uh, so, uh, guys, we haven't been together doing a show in probably a week and a half now. Uh, life happens, guys. We are, at the end of the day, we are still two regular people. I mean, he's regular. I'm great. Okay, well, I'm not going to say regular. We're, we're, just, we're not even average. We're just people at the end of the day. You know, I, I, I talk a lot, but at the end of the day, I'm still a dude who got to go to work, who got to do family shit. Um, we missed last week because it's graduation season. Shout out to um, Rockman's nephew, Brian, uh, Mr. Powell, or I think his name's Brian. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to my great niece for graduating high school. And shout out to my great nephew who graduated preschool. So um, they'll never hear this, but if you're graduating, if you're graduating college, high school, uh, fuck, middle school. I forgot, I was like, what school do you graduate from? Vocational school or any school, engineering school, trade school, it doesn't matter. Happy graduation for you. Um, take into account who you invite to your graduation because people like me hate going to graduations and weddings and funerals and things like that. Because it usually means I have to put on clothes and sit and listen to somebody I don't want to listen to. So, uh, congratulations to graduates. Um, I think that's all I really had to do. So let's get into what we what you came here for, which is your Thursday show. And I'm going to be doing the same kind of show that Rockman did. So don't worry, not another What If series. Probably be next, the next Thursday show when we'll have another What If or a show that we talk about something. Uh, but because we are split, we decided to do two different appetizers. So mine is going to start now. Uh, let's see. First up. If you remember back, well, most, I don't know what the average age of our listener audience is, but you are all available and welcome uh, 
when you played a crazy race car game. Well, I don't well, it was a race car game. It was a racing battle racing game uh, for the PlayStation. Probably one of my favorite uh, racing titles of all time. Um, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal was a uh, an odd little series. It was um it wasn't exactly Mario Kart and it wasn't exactly Need for Speed or Midnight Club. It was it's kind of its own little genre because it was violent. It was racing. It had a lot of different characters. It had a it had an odd backstory. It had a really weird fucking backstory. If you really think about it, because there's a plot, there's a real ass plot to that game, and I promise you, I don't know what it is, because we played it for the same reason everybody else played it, to shoot the shit out of people. Uh, but it was a game came out in the, on the original PlayStation back in '95. It had, I think, it had two for the original PlayStation, one for the no, two for the PlayStation Two. Because Head On and Twisted Metal Black, which is the best one. No, Head On was on PlayStation Portable. That's right. But Twisted Metal Black. So, yeah. I think it was two on the original PlayStation. One on PlayStation. No, two on the PlayStation 2. Jesus. And one that came out on PlayStation 3. Uh, it's been a title uh, that has always been close to me. I haven't played in years. But I got some brand new good news for you. Twisted Metal is coming to TV behind one of the most, I guess, controversial, one of the more controversial authors um, and directors um, this this generation, I guess, from the 2010s and ups, uh, George R. R. Martin. Don't don't really know where that's gonna go, but here's an article, or here's a clip, not an article. Jesus, what am I doing? Buckle up because we're getting a twisted metal TV show. During Sony's investor relations call, the CEO of Sony Pictures Entertainment confirmed that the brand new PlayStation Productions just closed a deal to produce the series. There's no official announcement yet, but when news broke that PlayStation Productions was a thing, studio head Sean Layden said one goal of the new TV and movie venture was to let fans interact with some of their favorite properties, especially the ones with years between new games. This is definitely the case with Twisted Metal, which hasn't seen a new game since the 2012 reboot. But unlike the upcoming Fast and Furious animated series, which I believe exactly no one asked for, and for the record I love Fast and Furious, the dark humor of Twisted Metal would be extremely welcome. Sony so, yeah. Why Twisted Metal gets a TV show, I'll never understand. It's hilarious. Uh, it was a, it's still a fun game. I have, um, the only one that I cared about to rebuy was Twisted Metal Black on PlayStation 2. Um, I haven't cranked that up, but now I think I have a reason to. I don't see a TV series keeping that, keeping that alive. You know, I feel like you can just make another game or just reboot, reboot, if you honestly reboot Twisted Metal Black. And I have the Black Edition. Reboot that game and, you know, slap some new 2019 stuff in there. Don't put a don't put no damn loot boxes or whatever the fuck pay to win shit in there. I honestly think the series will be fine. You know, it, we're not looking for the games to continue. We just kind of want to make. Well, we are looking for those games to continue because there's not really another good battle racing game. It's more just battle. Ain't really no damn racing in it. Uh, it's the iconic because Sweet Tooth is that dude, which hey, <laughs> Sweet Tooth is always gonna be a character that remains in playstation lore because he was a flaming fucking clown he had an ice cream truck that turned into a robot and it shot fucking missiles 
But he honestly wasn't even my favorite. My favorite was always the guy who had the two arms that were big wheels. So I never understood. I don't know. I never. We never did any research as kids. We kind of just saw shit and was like, oh, let's play it because it's awesome and it's violent and we're not supposed to play it. Uh, Newsflash, you know, we played a lot of games we weren't supposed to play. So back in them, their days, which is good and bad at the same time because it reintroduced us to not reintroduced, introduced us into a violent um, territory that we probably weren't ready for, you know, mentally. But we was badass kids. Folks going to tell me. So, yeah, look forward for that. If you care about Twisted Metal, um, also look forward to the Fast and Furious animated series, which I didn't know about that. Uh, Fast and Furious is ridiculous. And ridiculous to the point where I can't say that I don't like it, because I do like it. Like, they're not, okay, let's not say they're great movies, but I'm intrigued. It's so It's so wrong and so stupid. Like, it's not even remotely the same series anymore. It used to be about street racing, believe it or not. <laughs> but it's not anymore. It's it's heisty. It's family. It's, ah, it's a bunch of shit. But I can't say that neither of those series I won't watch because I'm going to watch the shit out of both of them. Um, So look out for that. Um, Moving on into movie news. Uh, well, I don't want to do movie news. Not just yet. Because I have a couple of things that I want to say about movies. So let's let's do a couple, another video game. Um, some happy shit. Oh, excuse me. Um, Trevor Eastman, uh, which is a huge Borderlands fan. Uh, he's he was di- diagnosed with stage four esophageal stomach liver stomach and liver cancer. Only given a year left to live. Now, cancer is uh one of those one of those rotten bitch ass things that exists in our world and I sincerely hope we find a cure for every major disease uh you kind of can't help it uh but it's always good that peep that some people out there care about other people and let people live their dreams so this young man who's been diagnosed with this terrible disease is given going to get to live out one of his greatest dreams as you guys know, Borderlands 3 is coming out soon, and he is adamant on playing. One of his dreams was to be a part of 2K Games. So, what they do, um, on, as we do, as they found out, I found out on Reddit, they po- uh, Eastman posted on Reddit and explained the situation and how he's isn't sure he wasn't sure that he was going to live to see the release, which comes out on September 13th. He asked Borderlands to help him make his dream come true, and the community rallied behind him and amped his wish. So like make a wish foundation 2k reached out to the man. Uh, they're apparently going to fly him out at some point and they're going to give him a copy of the game. So he may be the only person that gets to play that game a lot earlier than everybody else. Ah, uh, that's just, it's just a random good story. There's no real news there, but it, it kind of just, when it came across my timeline, when I was browsing stuff to look at and talk about, I was like, damn, that's, that's fucking dope because not a lot of people, it's, this world is getting a lot crazier than what I thought it was going to turn out to be when I was a kid. People's dying and shit. Um, motherfuckers is robbing people. We trying to kill babies. Black people don't get no rights. Well, brown people don't get no rights and some white people don't get no rights. But, uh, it is always nice to see game companies that care about their customers to the point where they care about even the ones that are that no one 
Well, I'm not going to say no one really cares about them. People care. People say they care a lot. It takes a lot to show it. And uh, shout out to 2K Games. One, for making ex- great content like Borderlands. And I wish I could say 2K for real, but it's not. But um, looking out and scouring the internet and finding out that you you're, one of your customers is doing is going through some stuff like that and just supporting, you know. Uh, this game is to make a lot of money and to create, produce, you know, legendary content. But when you show that you care about the little people and those minute people, minute, uh, portions of people and you cater to that, it, it really looks good. And it's always good because we need positivity in this world. Go out and help people. Don't be a cunt. Uh, whew, well, yeah. So, um, in, other sad news marvel lost a a really a really big uh part of their i guess hmm, family but uh oh shit joe po- uh well joe poe joe poe is a very was a well a very well-known uh colorist his name was justin justin poncer but he was always joe poe uh i think i f- followed him on twitter but uh he recently passed away with battling cancer again. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Uh he's been working as a Marvel colorist since he was two thousand since two thousand five. And um he uh was really good. He did a lot of Avengers work and X Men work. I think I have a couple of issues where he um was particular particularly key on Spider Man. So it's always sad when an artist dies like that. Uh, even the even the little guys, not the little guys, but even the guys who color your favorite comics are just as much as part of the comic as the guy who wrote the, wrote the story or the guy who came up with the character. Because they are the colorists truly bring people to life. And all aspiring artists out there, I please, please, please send me your um your artist page on Facebook. I love artists, especially local artists. Uh, when I went out to, I didn't go to free comic book day, but on free comic book day, my cousin, uh, shout out to Cole Jackson, uh, and the government name podcast crew and the rest of the BYNK radio people, um, bought me two prints from a, a guy from free comic book day. And he loves, he knows a little dragon ball Z, but just to, see, to have like an actual print from anybody that, took the time to put their art and put their heart on a piece of paper. It's fucking amazing. So guys, support your local artists. You know, I I know it's weird coming from me because I'm not the kind of guy who's, you know, who does trendy shit like that, but support local uh, and support national. If they come, I mean, buy a print, talk to them about their art. It's amazing what you can fucking find. There was, there's apparently a, um, a comic book group that has nothing but black people in it. And it's set in Egypt and it's about Egyptian superheroes and it's based locally in Birmingham. And I had no idea. So I got the, uh, the first, um, hardcover copy of their book of their, um, comic series. And it's been out for like 10 years. And that was strange as shit to me because why are local artists in Birmingham, which is where we are not putting out more content? Why is no one sharing this? We should be, uplifting our people and i'm not on that soapbox where you got to support black and you got to support your people and all that shit i support anything as long as it benefits so 
If it's good for me, if it's good for a bunch of people, I'll damn support it. It doesn't have to be black. I mean, I will support black. It doesn't have to be exclusively black. Support who you want to support if you believe in what they do. Rockman, to this day, is um, still creating a kingdom with hell. Coming soon, I guess. Hell, I don't know. But, I mean, we give him a lot of shit for it. But at the end of the day, that man is pursuing his dream. You know what I'm saying? He, I, every, Guys, it's really hard as fuck dealing with him sometimes. Because he put more energy in that game than he do this friendship. We be trying to go out and, you know, eat some chicken wings and go see a movie or something. I mean, he'll come out for the movies. But if it's random hangouts, you know, you can forget that. Oh, man, I'm going to work on this game. So... And, you know, we, we give him shit, like, oh, whatever, nigga, it's not coming out. But, you know, I really do support him in that. I, I want him to come out with it soon so I can play it and we can finally <laughs> see what the hell he's been working on for the past, well, as long as I've known him, he's been working on it. And I've known Rockman a good 10 years now. 11, 10, 11 years. So, as long as I've known him, he's working on it. But support your local artists, guys. If you are an artist and you have talent, Please feel free to send those uh, artist pages. Uh, tweet us. We actually have a um, Twitter now that I can be proud of. We uh, fi- we finally got our username. So it is at NerdPlate. Guys, if you know an artist, if you are an artist, tweet us at NerdPlate. I would love to share your work. But do rest in peace to Mr. Ponser. Uh, you'll be missed. Whew. All right. We got to find something happy. Oh, ooh, man, oh, yeah! Now we can talk about movies. I like movies. Avengers Endgame has passed Avatar in the U.S. box office. So, for those of y'all who were around when James Cameron's Avatar came out, which was one of the first movies that you know pushed the whole 3D thing, it was 2009. It was it was not really a weird time. I guess it kind of was a weird time, but it was epic. It was science fiction-y, it was 3D, it was, um, not only 3D, it was, in, well, it was 3D, but in IMAX, that movie was, that movie was legitimately amazing, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna fucking joke, it's a 20th century Fox production, so you know there was money behind it, but, um, James Cameron made that, it hit, and it broke records like, I mean, it was breaking records left and fucking right, it was the number one movie, I think, for a good two or three months, two or three months in the box office, and then I think it eventually got dethroned. But nationwide, no, nationwide, worldwide, that movie I think has made mm, up some two hundred and thirty. I don't know. Actually, don't know how much. Well, I guess I could look it up. <laughs> so Avatar, I think. Made $2.78 billion globally. So, the movie's big as fuck. It was good. I'm not going to say it's not a good... It wasn't a good movie. I really wish there was a sequel to it. But, you know, it's, uh, as all good things must come to an end, the reign is officially over. At least in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, it'll probably get dethroned globally, but by endgame... Uh, because if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, it is fucking phenomenal. Like, legitimately one of the best, probably one of the best movies of all time. Yes, there's plot holes in it. And uh, I'm sorry to say that we probably won't be doing a review on that because we did a review. We actually did a whole hmm, hour and 45 minutes worth of a show 
But um, Leroy does what Leroy does best, and he uh, fucks shit up, and not in a good way. So uh, that episode is that episode basically got snapped away. <laughs> I apologize for that, guys. If we can ever, if I can ever get um, my crew together again, we'll talk about it, and it'll be just late. And it was fun talking about it, but you know, I digress. But uh, Endgame has reached seven hundred and seventy-one million dollars, local, uh, not locally, nationally, to surpass Avatar. It's still behind the Force Awakens, uh, for some reason, but still, a damn uh, benchmark to pass. Like, what the fuck? I mean, 10 years worth of work and you breaking records like that shit. It's a three hour movie, guys. You really, I mean, fuck. If you haven't seen that movie, please go see it. Jesus. I would probably go see this movie in the dollar movie. I don't feel right that I, uh, that I have my own copy already. I really don't, don't ask how I got that, but I really feel bad because it's such a good movie and I want to support Marvel in their uh, endeavors, but Jesus, that movie was good. And especially in the theater, because first time, oh my God, that, ooh, Jesus, that, ooh, that movie just, it was just amazing. So, going on into movies, um, a pretty important movie just came out, and I, I think I'm planning on going to see it next weekend, uh, John Wick 3. Uh, John Wick 3 came out last Thursday, and while I haven't seen it, uh, people have been pretty, pretty quick to tell me that there's going to be a sequel to that. So did some research. As you guys know, I, I live a trailer free lifestyle and that's with pretty much any movie that I want to see. So I have not seen trailers for Detective Pikachu. I haven't seen Dark Phoenix trailers. I haven't seen John Wick trailers. But this popped up and there's already a sequel in the works. And it was announced by a text message fans to sent to fans and media it says you have served you will be sir of service john wick chapter four is coming may 21st 2021 so i mean i really can't give you any kind of uh any uh background about it because i haven't seen the movie but john wick 3 opened around 57 million dollars in north america and that immediately took avengers endgame and became the number one movie so it must have been that fucking good. Keanu Reeves is an amazing actor. Uh, and, and I'm not just I'm not saying he's an amazing actor because you know it's already obvious. The man legitimately is an enigma of acting. He's been in role like complete opposites of roles and roles that you know would fit probably a lot more a lot a lot wider role spread of people. But I mean, I remember. Keanu Reeves when he was Bill or not Bill when he, they were in Bill and Ted when they were doing Bill and Ted Jesus so I remember that I mean when he did that I love you to death point break <clears throat> the other Bill and Ted movie I think it was um the the bonus bonus journey yeah uh he did much to do about nothing which I had to watch that for Mm, I think it was sophomore English. Poetic Justice, Little Buddha. Of course, he was in Speed. Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, my favorite, my probably my favorite Keanu Reeves role was The Matrix. Because I used to be able to quote that movie. 
and I mean like quote that movie like from end to end. He was in all the matrices. Not all the matrices were good, but he was in the Matrix, and the Matrix was my shit. Uh, Constantine, Street Kings, The Day the Earth Stood Still, uh, Forty Seven Ronin, The Man of Tai Chi. He was actually in the real Keanu movie, which is hilarious. Uh, of course, you know the John Wicks. Um, yeah. So the man is is hella talented. Go see that movie. Please, please. I plan on going and seeing this movie somehow. I'm not going to say how because, you know. <laughs> but, no, I'll go see that movie in theaters. Um, it's a good movie, apparently. Um, uh, somewhat akin to how people reacted to Denzel Washington's Equalizer. It's supposed to be, if, on the, if not on that same level, then better. So, go see it. Uh, going along with the movie train, uh, it's a, it's a lot of controversy going around this damn Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and I have to take Sonic the Hedgehog movie with a grain of salt. Well, when I say a grain of salt, I, I'm indifferent. I feel I'm for it and against it at the same time because I am of the school of thought that some movies don't need mo- some me some media doesn't need to translate into other media, so. Harry Potter is probably the best, the best, I guess, translation from book to movie because the books were phenomenal, as were the movies. Uh, another series like that, which was Ar- the Aragon, though, I guess, eh, it, it was called Aragon. They only got one movie, but that is a series of books, and it's not just the Aragon books. But that movie, uh, it was a fantastic book, did not translate into the silver screen any kind of way good. Uh, Star Wars was a movie and became com- it became comics, TV shows, all that. So the reverse works very well for some. Video games are one of the few things that probably need to just stay video games. Well, I can't. Yeah, I can say that because Assassin's Creed's movie was god awful, and I mean, the movie was bad for me being a fan of the series it was so bad that you know i i felt ashamed to have known any kind of what they were talking about Rockman can tell you uh mario super mario brothers movie back in 85 was just i mean not even uh, travesty doesn't do that word justice it should th- those things shouldn't exist sonic is one of those things that probably shouldn't exist but i kind of want to see where they're gonna go with it uh, will I see this movie day one? Hell no. Will I see this movie week four? Nah, it's probably gonna be a Dollar Tree movie for me. A uh, Dollar Tree, a uh, Dollar Movie movie for me, cause I, I can't see myself supporting this. And uh, coming from the backlash of it, when they released the um, the uh, trailer for it, and they had him stand there, people were apparently outraged that Sonic was like fat. Well, not fat. He looked like a regular hedgehog. You know, we know Sonic as a, of course, a bipedal hedgehog, but his legs don't match what we always saw. So the fans got into an uproar and they were tweeting and they were like, fuck it, we're not supporting this movie unless you change shit, which is normal of people. They want this. They People who probably played the games when they were little. were like, fuck this, this isn't Sonic we know. It would be like if Halo came out with a... uh, with a TV series, and we immediately saw Master Chief's head, like, the very first episode. They're like, what the fuck? 
no bitch or if Legend of Zelda had a animated series and Link came out and called Ganon a bitch and sl- and uh, stabbed him or some shit and like no Link's not supposed to talk it's some of those rules that are just understood in games where you don't break that and Sonic looks a certain way and has always looked a certain way um, so fans are just kind of upset that he doesn't look the way he looked in the games, but it's a CGI film. What the fuck do you really expect? That costs money. And last time I checked, unless people are really trying to put up money for this and change and all the time that it takes to edit, I honestly got to, uh, live in favor of the studios and just let me, let me fuck up. Let me burn. Let me, um, down this hill. Cause if that's the hill that they want to down, fuck it. It's not there. It's not for. It's not for the fans to judge and tell me whether or not my shit is good. I felt like I wanted to bring this movie to life. If you like it, good. If you don't, oh well. I, if I if I fucked up as a director, let me fuck it up. You know. But on the same token, I have to be on the other side of that coin too and say, well, he's listening to his fans, so maybe we should, you know, go with what the fans say because the fans know what the fans want. But like any pro- like any um project or you know dream that somebody has, as soon as you start letting other people come in and give you p- input, it be- it's not even your dream anymore. Um, like Rock like Rockman for exi- uh, for instance, when he's doing his game, uh, he uh he asks because he's he's claimed to have put us in the game and uh in our little group chat, he always asks like, hey man, I'm working on your character. What do you want? And, you know, maybe that's the dream that he had for our character. Maybe it's not. If it is, great. If it isn't, then, you know, other people are supporting his dream and they may not be what he wants. But he, as a director and writer, creator, slash whatever, cares enough to put your input in there. The least you could do is say fucking thank you. Uh, No one had to do this Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So the guy who's doing this, if he bends to the pressures of society and they tell him, you know, you need to change this. It's not good. I mean, I'm the, I'm the chief proponent of do what you like to do and fuck everybody else. Um, does he stand to make millions of dollars on this movie? Probably not. Does he stand to be one of the, uh, forefront engineering, you know, minds or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Brilliant movie makers. Is he the next Alfred Hitchcock? Fuck no. But did he put something that he cared about to screen for money? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but I mean, when the tweets came out and he uh, he immediately came back. I mean, he didn't even wait like a day or two. It took them a couple of hours to fucking suggest him. And there was a lot of tweets. So, I mean, he probably got the message really quickly. But when he said, thank you for the support and the criticism, Message is loud and clear. You aren't happy and you want changes. It's going to happen. I mean, why would you even guarantee some shit like that? That way, now this movie got, what, six months? This movie six months away and you trying to change shit now? Like, nah, bro. At this point, you've written the research paper from, you know, some cocaine and coffee-fueled rage from at 2 o'clock in the morning and it's due at 7. You've written this research paper. There is no changing it now. You have to live with what you did. Because I don't know shit about CGI and 3D rendering and stuff. But I, I know that shit takes time. And I know Sonic's not in just five scenes in the movie. I'm pretty sure he's all through that bitch. So you're going to have to change the way he looks 
basically throughout the whole movie. And to me, that ain't gonna that ain't that, that just ain't gonna work because it's gonna be like what happened to Justice League. Justice League was in production way longer than it was supposed to. It had what I think two or three director changes, um, numerous script changes and story changes. So that's why that movie tanked. To me, I I, I hated that movie. I, I enjoyed some parts, but that movie was god awful. As me and Rockman love to tell you, you know, Batman got thrown up against that car and was ready to call it quits with, you know, crimes, crime fighting and fucking life in general. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, guys, support the movie or don't, but leave shit alone <laughs> from me. Just leave shit alone. He, he just trying to make some money like everybody else. He's a squirrel trying to get his nut just like everybody else. I really hope he don't listen and don't change it too hard because it's going to cost you. You're going to be three times over budget for a movie that probably is going to bomb anyway. I ain't got no faith in this movie. I really don't. But uh, <laughs> to, to use a quote from the to, to use a quote from Sonic is it's got to go fast. And we just need to get this shit out like a Band-Aid, rip it off and just be done with this shit. So, uh, let yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm running somewhat long, not somewhat long, but, uh, some new, <laughs> I think the news that's probably pissing everybody off, <sighs> it's not, it doesn't piss me off as much as it pisses everybody else off. So if you've, uh, if you haven't been watching, if you haven't been on the internet in a couple of days, there's going to be a new Batman out guys. Um. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's another Batman movie because DC can't figure out their left foot from their right testicle. As usual, you know, Batman's the the forefront of the DC universe because he's carrying it. He's been carrying it for years. <sighs> so the new actor, which is how DC gets any kind of fan play. Uh, they always get some new, some weird uh actor that you never thought could play Batman and how can he gonna match Bruce Wayne's brooding style and shit like that well this time they went in a direction that no, no one I guess expected for some reason but um Robert Pattinson is slated to be the next Batman movie uh, coming out in 2021 uh he's coming off the cusp of Batfleck which Ben Affleck did a um did a pretty good job as Batman I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy Ben Affleck uh, his performance. I didn't uh, I didn't agree with the brand of justice, but you know, dark Batman, futuristic society, blah blah blah. Me, uh, me, and Rockman, Shogun, and Cole Jackson have this um, debate all the time. It's a different universe, blah blah blah. Whatever. So, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, if you don't know who Robert Pattinson is, he was Edward Cullen from the Twilight series. Now, the Twilight series has gone on to be one of the most hated things ever because, one, it's a tween novel for little girls who probably need better things to do with their time. <laughs> and, yeah, it t- it started out as a tween novel. It became this phenomenon uh, when the movies came out. Uh, I think there, it was three three Twilight movies surrounding this girl who falls in love with a vampire. And then falls in love with a werewolf. And 
I I never watched it, but I can assume she fucks one of them and becomes one of them. I think she became a vampire. And then there's a war between the werewolves and the vampires. And at the end of the day, Bella's an awful person and she can't act. But neither could Robert Pattinson in that because he was awful. And God, what is the name of the dude who played Jacob? Because I, is it Taylor Lautner? I think it's Ta- I think it's Taylor Lautner because he, I didn't know who the hell he was until they um, showed who he was as a kid. I'm like, oh, that's fucking Shark Boy, because you know I was one of those kids who loved Spy Kids, and the studio that did him did those guys uh, did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It was great. So yeah, it was a bu- it was a movie about a bunch of people who couldn't fucking act in a series that didn't make any kind of sense to me. So yeah, uh, but Robin Pattinson's uh, later to be next Batman, and not only that, they're bringing out all the villains that we've already seen. So this movie is already one starting off strange, and then it takes a dive when you don't introduce new villains because we've seen plenty of villains. Like, the Penguin's coming back. Yay! Who the fuck cares about... Well, not saying who the fuck cares about Penguin, but Jesus, like... There's so many more Batman villains to do. There's literally anybody. If they were smart, they would do any one of these Batman games and do that. We haven't seen a real Nightwing, a real Red Robin yet. There's another Joker. There's, like... At this point, there's, what, five Jokers and... No, there's four Jokers and five Batman at this... At now... I mean, I understand that we like to keep recreating the wheel because you can't make that bitch rounder and you can make it smoother, but it's still going to roll the same. You're telling the same story over and over and over again. And I get it. It's Batman. Sure. But at this point, we need to figure out when that sticks. And I know there's different universes of Batman and all that kind of shit. No, there's Thomas Wayne and Bruce Wayne that got a Green Lantern ring as well as a Batman suit and all that and Owl Man and all that shit. But find one and fucking stick to it. I'm sick of new Batman movies. The only Batman that matters to me is Michael Keaton and uh the fuck, what's his name? The Christopher Nolan trilogy cuz those movies are fucking fantastic even with uh Bane and Joker being the highlights of the series. Bane was more is is a better Batman villain than the fucking Penguin. We've already seen it. We've already Danny DeVito did the f- probably the greatest embodiment of a of the Penguin because he's fucking weird and short and stubby. You know the only thing he wasn't was British, and being British is a plus. So I, I wish I wish DC would kind of get their head out their ass and take a page out of Marvel's book and do some research on some other people because. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, over 10 years, I we've seen more people get hyped that probably shouldn't have never gotten the hype in life. If you'd told me Guardians of the Galaxy would have been half as important as it was in the MCU, I'd have slapped you in the face 10 years ago. But I digress. Um, the new move, the new Batman is slated to release on June 25th in 2021. Will I go see it? Absolutely. I will, because Batman is one of my favorite things. But one of my favorite things, one of my favorite um, comic heroes because of just who he is as a person. You know, how you going to be you you tagging bad bitches uh, by day and you fucking up niggas at night. 
and he just, his past and his methods are just so interesting to me. And he's just be and he's just raw as fuck. Batman fought damn near everybody and ain't ain't really lost no fight for real. I mean, uh, we just come. I'm just coming off the uh, cusp of Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And guys, go see the fuck out of that because when this nigga fought the Shredder, whoo, and made Shredder like sweat. Oh my god! Like watch the shit out of that movie, man. Uh, but I digress. Uh, I, I kind of hate that Batman belongs to DC because DC, you know, movie wise is just awful. The animated universe is ten times better. I can't, I can't fathom why the hell you can't get good people to play a character on in real life, but you can draw better. So that that's a little hope for the series because DC if DC didn't have his animated universe, boy, I tell you, I don't I can't say that they'd be open right now. And it's weird because Marvel makes absolutely fantastic movies, but their animated series is just meh. Yeah, it's just meh. DC makes fantastic animated series, but their movies are just meh. And it's uh, it's not for the fact of, of you know the directors or the stars. It's sometimes it's the studios because Warner Bros. And um, I can't remember the other. I think no, yeah, I think it's just Warner Bros. Uh, does this thing where they they kind of just want the product and they want it now, and don't really care to invest in it to the point where. Let's put it this way. In Marvel, in the 10 years that they ran and the 22 films that led up to the Infinity Saga, or the Infinity uh, War Endgame thing, I want to I I can bet a good 80% of the stars in those movies read the comic books in which they were portraying. I can say that just because Stan Lee was uh, a pretty much a goat in uh, what he did, made sure that his story was told the way he wanted it to be told. Now, even when Stan got old and, you know, he's it's like, oh, that's, that's Mr. Lee. You know, he's 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 the creator, but he's a little out there now. He's a little crazy. They still honored that man's vision with what they did. Um, With Batman, I mean, they more or less did it, but they did it so much and in such, such quantity that it kind of don't fucking matter anymore. Like, between me and my family of the people that watched Batman, there's four different, that's four different, five different generations of Batman. Because I have uh, a brother-in-law who is only obsessed with the Adam West Batman, and he said that by far is the best Batman to him. Um, I have a cousin who loves um, the the Batman Forever-esque kind where in that weird period of 1998 to think 2002 or three there were three different batman between val kilmer michael keaton and uh george clooney that he's obsessed with those sections and he claims those are the best batmans me i love fucking um christopher nolan trilogy and to, uh, to me those are the best because they i saw them at an age where it hit me hard as fuck then I have little cousins who only love, um, it was not the Batman animated series from my time, but, uh, it was Batman, it's Batman Brave and the Bold. He, he claims that the real Batmans don't even hold a candle to that. And 
then there's, well, me, again, who says the original animated series Batman is probably the best shit that we've ever gotten from Batman. Uh, so, it's so many, gener- it's so generation, and it's good that a character is developed like that, but in the recent years, it's not even holding true to who Batman even is. You know, we we understand, true Batman has no, Batman be murdering the fuck out of people. Uh, in the comics and in some in most some of the comics, Batman be murdering the fuck out of people. And anybody that says that he don't fucking at me, I don't give a shit. I will I will if this the hill you want to die on, little do it. I got source material, I got dates. Bring it, bitch. Batman does kill, but he doesn't. It it, don't, it only matters that he doesn't kill the Joker because that would just undo everything he's ever stood for. He's killed people before. Thomas Wayne done shot somebody. Bruce Wayne done strangled somebody. We. We have got to get past this fact. But, you know, it's always understood. But it's when it's shown so blatantly like it does in Batman vs. Superman, he, he just straight up threw a grenade in a room and let it kill people. And had his bat wings shoot out windows. Like, what the fuck? And even in video games, even in the games, and the games are even more fucking phenomenal because you get to do be Batman in a sense that you've never seen him before. You got to detect shit. You got to uh, find criminals. You know, you get to use all the bat gadgets and shit. And um, how the Batmobile drives at full speed, but it tases people as soon as it touches them and doesn't kill them. Whew, you going <laughs> to... Y'all pushing the bounds now. But I, I'm getting off on... I'm not getting off on a tangent, but it's, it's this is running kind of long. And uh, I just... I mean... Let's let's not shut Pattinson down. I ain't saying he can't do it. I'm people are just mad because in Twilight the boy had the emotional range of a turkey sandwich, and and I say turkey sandwich, I mean bread and turkey, like no seasonings, no mayo, no nothing else, bread and turkey. That was his emotional range. Much like Henry Cavill on uh, when he was Superman in Man of Steel. So, I mean, if we're going to compare it, because if we compare it, if we go back, Henry Cavill was on the Tudors, and he had a much better, um, a much better range of action, acting on that, and it was in Immortals, and Immortals was the shit. I don't know what the fuck happened between that and Superman, but uh, maybe things changed and he got paid less. But Robert Pattinson's a fine actor. I mean, he's a pretty, he's from Britain, Britain, he's from the UK. Uh, so a lot of his films don't translate well over here, but people who love Harry Potter know who the fuck he is. Cause he was Cedric Diggory and Cedric Diggory was that nigga in, um, the Goblet of Fire because uh, this is coming from me. Cause I read the books. Uh, Cedric was kind of the popular dude in school. Like people from different houses in Hogwarts was still rooting for Cedric because they didn't want to fucking root for Harry. Harry was kind of a dick. Well, not really a dick. He he was that he was just already famous, and people were sick of him being fucking famous. I'm like, oh man, Cedric fucking Diggory's gonna do that shit. But you know, Cedric fucking died, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter too much about Cedric Diggory because he didn't make it past the one movie he was in. But he played a character, and he played the character well. I can honestly say, uh, from my reading the books, and I read all the Harry Potter books well before. The movie craze was what it was. Uh, he played Cedric very well. He he looked a lot like what it's uh, portrayed to be as. But 
I mean, Robert played Cedric really well throughout that whole movie. Roderick. <laughs> uh, Pattinson played that role really well. So uh, let's not let's get a guy a chance and let's not crucify him and crucify Batman. Shit, y'all get off your fucking high horse. Like you could play him any better. You know, there's plenty of motherfuckers that who out here say they can do this, that, and the third. But when it's when it's when it's time to call upon you, you know, you real church mouse quiet. So I'm gonna give him a chance. Will I go see it day one? Probably not. Will I see it week two? Yeah, I probably see it week two. Um, just cause it's Batman, and I, I say give him a chance. If it ends up like every other Batman movie we've ever seen, fuck it. <laughs> we don't make the money. We just pay to go see shit. Uh, will it be a DVD buy for me? Probably fuck not. But you know, most things aren't. So, guys, let's just get off, get off. You know, get your panties out of a knot, get the sand out of your vaginas, and uh, get your dicks out of a knot, or whatever the fuck it is. I know that was real sexist of me, but you know, it is what it is. I don't know the male equivalent to get your get the sand out of your vagina. I just know that because of South Park. Uh, so, uh, guys, get your boxes out of your ass and. Women, get your panties out of a knot. Just do that and be all the way equal with it. And let that man do it. If it happens, it happens. If it works, it works. So there's that. That was kind of my, my big argument uh, running about as long as Rockman's show. So And I actually still have to go to work because it is 8.51 and I have to be at work at 10. So guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Uh, I can't really think of anything else that I wanted to talk about that I was really passionate about. Um, the Microsoft and Sony thing was good. Rockman covered that very well. Uh, I can honestly say I'm excited and I was more excited with the fact that Rockman was wrong. And that's the sad part. I look for him to be wrong more than the damn story. But, uh, if you haven't heard about the Microsoft Sony thing, please go back to Tuesday's episode. Rockman goes into that. It is new. It is good. It is nice to see companies work together, especially those two companies, because uh, the console wars have been going on for years, and it seems like they're taking a little armistice, a little break, just because you know Stadia is coming over that horizon with the biggest dick around, and he's threatening to take all of them. So Microsoft and Sony have to team up. It's, it's, it's honestly <laughs> like a comic book, but uh, somebody should probably animate this as a comic book, but uh, it is refreshing to hear of new ideas and joint businesses coming in for our sake. So, you know, I look forward to that coming down the line. Uh, but guys, I think that's enough for me. I'm kind of tired of talking. I need to go put my uh, work shirt on. Got a meeting that I'm probably supposed to go to, but you know, it's work. It'll do. It'll be there. Uh, guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, random thoughts that you like, uh, ideas for the show, anything like that, please, 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 like the James Brown song said, send us any kind of email, tweet message however you want however you can get in contact with us we're real easy we're the nerd play everywhere now literally everywhere uh big celebrate to that <laughs> that fucking guy he finally deactivated his twitter account and i stole that shit right up under so you can follow us on facebook on twitter and instagram at the nerd plate not well the nerd play everywhere else at nerd play on twitter um 
my personal Twitter following is not important because I don't really tweet as much as I want to because I don't follow social media, but I do use the uh, podcast Twitter a lot. So please tweet to me, tweet to us, follow the show. If you have anything that you want, you want to be on the show. Hell, I'll put you, I will come, we will come to you. We won't come to you. We'll, we'll figure something out. But at, uh, the well, at the nerd plate podcast at gmail.com is how you get in contact with us. Mr. Smith, I do appreciate your willingness and riding with us uh, because you are a fan better than most fans. Uh, we have not forgot about you, bro. I promise we are still going to do the My Hero Academia episode. And uh, yeah, I would love to interview you and ask you a couple of questions because uh Brock you're one of Rockman's friends I don't know you personally but I'm I'm glad that you like our show anybody else I'm glad to everybody who listens to this show we put it out because we hope you like it and we just like talking about video games this is this podcast is uh merely a projection of what me and Rockman used to talk to when uh we worked together and uh, I think one random day we said, you know what? If they, we should make a fucking podcast. Actually, I know how it happened. Rockman got drafted to be on another podcast, and I follow that podcast pretty heavy. And some things happened, and he split from that. But uh, when it time when it was my turn to get tapped, uh, he asked me to bid, and he's like, "Hey, man, you remember those conversations that we used to have when we was working? Uh, those nights at GameStop." I was like, "Hell yeah!" He's like, "All right, bro, we need to do that shit on the microphone." And it kind of went from there. And this, by far, is fun as fuck. One of my more fun activities. I have a lot of hobbies. And this is, like, number two. It's only number two behind basketball because I love basketball. But I love talking about video games. I love talking about nerdy stuff. Uh, I hope you guys like listening to it. Uh, that's, that's enough. I'm, I'm sorry. I can keep talking forever. I'm going to end up being late to work. So, uh, guys, I'm Leroy Ketchum. Rockman is here with me in spirit. I know I'm channeling him right now. He wants me to tell you. I don't know. He wants me to tell you something stupid. He's probably um reiterating something that I've already said, like saying the nerd plate two times after we already show. So, this is the nerd plate. Nerd plate, we out. And I'm Leroy Ketchum. Bye.